second line. Well, I see them as being you gotta, um, be able to move your feet, even if you just move your feet. I've been I mean, with ever since I was growing. What we could do for City of New Orleans, we can keep the culture live down. We're going to bring our community back. You know, we used to be on the back streets, now we even came to the front streets. You're snuff for the back. It's your boy, Action Jackson, and we're live on WWOZ. Today, we're talking to Eric from the New Orleans Historic Museum. Uh, introduce yourself. Thanks, Action, for having me. My name is Eric Seifert. I'm a curator um, and historian at the Historic New Orleans Collection. We're a museum in, in the French Quarter at 520 Royal Street, and I uh, was one of the curators on our uh, current exhibition, Dancing in the Streets, uh, that looks at uh, the history and culture of Second Line. We... Um, Recently reopened the museum to the public just about, uh, let's see, in February uh, before Dancing in the Streets opened. And, and we've got some safety protocols in place for everybody. You know, everyone has to wear masks and we have limited numbers that we allow in the gallery so that everybody's safe. You are now currently doing a exhibit based on the New Orleans Social Aid and Pleasure Club where they got pictures and uh, all kind of great stories going on at 520 Royal Street and the great part about it we're encouraging everybody to come to see and it's absolutely free so explain to me about that that's right so the admission to our our museum at 520 Royal is free we do encourage people to get tickets and, and make reservations because like I said spots are limited for health protocols but that's easy to do you just go to hnoc.org if you want to find out more about the exhibition you can go to hnoc.org slash second line or go to the taking it to the streets website i know action's got some information up there too which we really appreciate the exhibition is looks at the the history and culture of social aid and pleasure clubs benevolent associations and, and second lining in the city we try to do a couple things in the exhibition but there's a lot of of information about the history of the practice going back to the the late 18th century. We look at benevolent and mutual aid associations through the 19th century. We talk about uh, the practice of funerals with music and jazz funerals. We have a lot of black and white photos and film from, you know, the 1950s and 60s, including some with jazz great uh, Andrew Jefferson, Action's grandfather, whose, whose drum is on display on loan from, from Action. So we're really grateful for that. So you can get a sense of kind of how the practice has been evolved over over the years. And then we also look at kind of what's going on now. And, and we have contemporary photographs from 12 different photographers. And um, we have some three-dimensional loans from some club members. And also there's a section on uh, the late Ronald Lewis and and the late Sylvester Francis, who we worked with years ago when we started this project. And so we have loans from their museums, and, and we dedicated the project to them as well after they passed away. So that's kind of a quick overview of it. I should add there's a lot of film, too, from the 1960s from our Jules Kahn collection. So you can watch parades, you know, going back to the 60s and 70s, too. So that's pretty neat. I noticed when we, for the grand opening, when we came over there, there was so many pictures on the wall from the time you walk in there and so many different sections. It really is a nice tribute to the uh, second line clubs and y'all pretty much covered most of them. Y'all have the mannequins with some dressed up outfits mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a lot of history, a lot of still history, which is something we need because, you know, the second line moves. 
and it gives everybody a chance, even the outfits that's sitting there on display, because a lot of people that come to the second line can't see because there's so many people out there. They don't never see a complete steel outfit. Yeah, that's right. Like you said, there's so many people out there. It's, it's hard sometimes to get a glimpse of the club members coming out or, or, or dancing. And even if you do, there's just so much to take in uh, that you don't get a chance to really get right up and personal with some of the, the suits and the three-dimensional objects. So we're really excited to be able to display those items. We have a 25th anniversary suit from uh, Roland Joe Henry of, uh, of, of the Pigeon Town Steppers. Um, we have a suit from Tamar Jackson on display. Uh, when their theme was the proudest peacocks. Um, that's a beautiful turquoise um, suit with a peacock brooch. And then there's some um, some of the elements of the finery, like a basket from that the Dumain gang carried that was made by Adrian Gaddis, and uh, some work from Kevin Dunn of the original four, and and Ronald Lewis as well. And and those are just awesome to see up close in person. And and those items that I just mentioned, the the baskets and and like I said, the original four stick and the, and the streamer from Ronald Lewis, those are, were all on display in the House of Dance and Feathers. And Ronald and I kind of picked those out together a couple of years ago. And one of the things that's really great in that section is there's a streamer of his and a fan uh, in pink and gray that I want to say is from 2013, uh, which is when he paraded after suffering a, a stroke. And, and he it says, I'm back on the on the streamer and, and there's a photo of him wearing it in the exhibition too. And, and I remember how excited he was for those items to be on display. So I'm just really glad that we were able to do that. And it's a really, you know, I hope a special tribute to him and everything he's done to preserve the history of and, and culture of second lining. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I was over at the uh, house of dancing fellas when he was uh, so waiting on this. And I mean, he just missed, he would have been so proud to see that, you know, he have his own museum, but to see that going down in, in history like that, it's unfortunate that he missed it. And, um, you know, a lot of people passed away in the second line community that would love to enjoy it. But for those that is alive, I totally encourage everybody to go and see that. You probably see yourself because most of those items were donated by presidents and some people don't even know that they're in there. Yeah, yeah, please do come down and and we, we you know we did our best to identify all the images and photos and and um um that's but that's an ongoing process. We haven't, you know, we we haven't identified everyone, but we we were taking notes when we we're having the opportunity to meet people in the space, you know, that are saying, you know, that's my grandfather or or, or that's me even and and that's been a really special thing for us and um to be a part of. And um, I want to say, too, that one of the things that we did with this project is uh, work with the Neighborhood Story Project to put out books, um, their book publisher out of UNO. Um, and they did uh, the House of Dance and Feathers book with Ronald Lewis and also the um, a Nine Times book coming out the door and a, and a book with uh, Sylvester Francis. So they were really kind of familiar with the, the Second Line community, and, and we worked with them to conduct interviews of 29 different clubs. So not everybody, but but everybody that was featured in, in the exhibition um, that we were able to get to. 
And we used those interviews to identify as many people as we could in the photos and then to, to add in interpretation into the exhibition from the club members. So there's quotes on the wall from the club members speaking to the history and the photos. Um, and then there's also audio clips from the interviews where you can hear people talking about uh, what's in the photos and about their club histories. Um, and like, like you said, those are a lot of uh, presidents and, and founders and longtime members. And that's another way to, to experience the exhibition is to go through. That content is available online and you can access it on your phone in the gallery. So as you're going through, you can get the tour from, you know, Fred Johnson of the Black Men of Labor and, and, and Norman Dixon of the YMO and uh, Linda Porter of the, the Lady Buck Jumpers and get their perspective as well as a bunch of other club members talking about what's on the wall and, and their experience parading. And that's a really one part of that, the project that I think we're all really proud of is being able to bring those voices into the space and get to work with all the people that make, uh, you know, keep Second Lines alive and, and keep the culture going. Learned, learned a lot working with all of them. So it's been really a fabulous experience for us. Yeah, I was amazingly surprised that I would call them the hard hitters, that the majority of the uh, groups mm -hmm. gave access for that and for a great reason because the display is excellent. And once again, you know, I, I want to publicly thank you because I got chills when I came up there and um, acknowledged that my grandfather was a snare drummer from the Olympia Brass Band and y'all had real live footage. And mm. I was very small when he took me out there to, it was jazz funerals then. So I understand what you said. When somebody said, oh, that's my grandfather, that's mine. Because those films from the 60s and 70s, we can't see that anymore. Or we wasn't around or very small. And it's very kind of similar to what's going on now, except it's more elaborate, but Mm -hmm. And then that's in black and white, so that makes it even more special. Although this is in color. Yeah, that the film is really great, and the collections that we have, what's on the wall in the in the historical part of the exhibition, is really just the tip of the iceberg. And we make all of our materials available. So there's a lot of photos of old second lines that aren't on display, but but you can access via our online catalog or our research center, which is at 410 Charters Williams Research Center. It's also free. To use and we got reference staff members in there at all times so a goal of ours is to make all that material more accessible because we want people to be able to, to come in and, and find their family and get copies of those images because you know we are taking care of the material but it, it, it belongs in so many ways to the people in the photos and their in their family so i hope that we'll get some people coming in to do some more research and, and going through some of this stuff i know you and I have talked about that. We got to do it a little bit, and, and I know some other folks are interested too. And so I'm hoping that just this advertises a little bit to the second-line world that this stuff exists and that we want to share it. Exactly. And ironically, that this exhibit goes on to June. And, um, again, I encourage everybody to go see because, just like you said, the two people that had museums where you could go, both of them we lost last year. The House of Ronald Lewis with the House of Dance of Feathers and Mr. Sylvester with the Backstreet. That was like the cultural museums. And there may be one or two left. And um, I think it's uh, a great thing. So before we go, I want you to give out all that information again and explain because I know during the pandemic, which is right now, although it's phase three, y'all trying to do at least 20 people in an hour. 
and the tickets are free, so you can book those tickets. Give me that booking information and maybe a contact phone number or something in case they need further information. Yeah, so thanks, uh, Action, again, for having us. To get more information about the exhibition, you can go to hnoc.org slash secondline, and you'll be able to find all the information there as to how to get a ticket. Our operating hours, we're open Tuesday through Sunday. Sunday, we are open from 10 30 to 4.30. On Tuesday through Saturday, we're open from uh, 9.30 to 4.30. So we're open every day, but every day but Monday. Um, we're at 5.20 Royal. Tickets are free. You can walk up, and if we've got space, we'll get you a ticket, and you can and you can walk in and enjoy the exhibition. Um, or you can make a reservation online. Like I said, go to hnoc.org to do that. And the exhibition is called Dancing in the Streets. We do have a, um, a virtual program coming up on April the 7th uh, where we're going to be talking in a roundtable about the legacies of, of Mr. Ronald Lewis and Mr. Sylvester Francis, uh, who we dedicated the show to. Um, and that will include some, some family members of theirs and, and um, some people who knew them well. And um, so you can register for that as well on our website. So I hope you all come down. And, and uh, thanks again so much, actually, for, for having us on the show and for uh, helping us put it together. And, and one last thing I'll say is that there is a um, there is a book that will be coming out as part of the project as well, put together by photographer Judy Cooper, who participated in the show. And that will be published and available probably in, in late May, early June. So later this spring, so keep an eye out for that, too. So thanks so much. I think that's a wonderful thing that um, is going on because you go to the second line, we do four hours, and then it's gone. And this way you can go up there to see these photographs. And I'm also glad that it's free. And I'm also glad that y'all let people actually take pictures inside. Am I correct? That's right. Yeah, you can uh, use your, you know, cell phone or whatever and, and take some photos. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely fine. And, uh, you know, like I said, if, if you have uh, you're able to ID people, we'd love to know and, and love to share more photos uh, with you too. And uh, I should say it's open until June 13th. So come hopefully this spring and, and uh, we hope to see you soon. All right, Mr. Any any shout out? Sure. Yeah, I would love to shout out my co-curators, John Lawrence and Hugh Solomon and, and our chief curator, uh, Jason Weiss, who kind of got us through the project. And uh, there's so many other people, Molly Cleaver, the editor on the on the project, and our partners over at the NSP, Rachel Bruman and, and Bruce Umpire Barnes, and just everybody at the, the collection and that made it so that we could do this project. It's a huge undertaking, and, and uh, everyone had a hand in it so yeah i appreciate you giving me that chance they a lot more people deserve a shout out than that but thank you for uh for giving me the chance to call out some names to hear full interviews with the cultural bearers of the crescent city get route sheets and see upcoming parades visit our website with your boy action jackson at wwoz.org slash in the streets